we are all moving at nature's pace. Mm-hmm. It's winter right now. And many totally. people want it to be summer. Yeah. And because they want it to be something that it's not, they suffer. Exactly. Welcome to the Think Out Loud podcast. My name is George Yui. And this podcast is dedicated to those who are passionate about their personal development and are looking to create lives of passion, purpose, and peace. This podcast is called Think Out Loud because I've learned as a coach that when we think out loud, that is where insight is born. We see things more clearly. We feel things more deeply. And we move forward in life from our most authentic self. This is a Soul Fire production. Hi, Steph. Hey, George. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for being on the show. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm actually just really happy that this podcast has created a a opportunity for you and I to connect again because it's been a couple of years. It has been. And the last time was basically here too, which is so comical. And here we are again, (laughs) both in different places in our lives and both evolved people in a way. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, I'm I'm really excited and curious to see where this conversation goes. Same. <laughs> and we've set the intention of creating a safe space where I can support you. Mm, bless. So I'm really curious, what would make this conversation between you and I today mm-hmm. just absolutely extraordinary in terms of support for you? Mm. What would make it absolutely extraordinary? So... You know how I was just in India, yeah? And if you know this deity, like Chamundai, who basically she like severs the head, kind of like similar to Kali. And it's like when you're at this point, when you know you're so close to this next level, this next evolvement, I feel that's where I'm at, where I'm kind of looping back in this spiral and I can see the pattern and whatnot. And it's like, okay, Steph, this is happening again because I know you're here to transcend this again in this next level spiral so this is where i know i'm not being detail oriented yet but this is the feeling of what i'm feeling would be the most supportive okay yeah so say more on that now now get into the detail of it okay yes so it's around money okay yes where i basically feel like i live in this extreme polarity of you know well depending on what you consider a large sum making a large sum and then I'll go months at a time like crickets nothing and it's just really not stabilizing at all and it's really intense on the nervous system too and I'm like okay Steph and so actually we were supposed to you know originally have my interview with you on Friday and you know how we scheduled to today that day I ended up it was that weekend with the whole storm I was like this is very this external world is reflective of my internal world right now of just feeling like literally this feeling of being pushed up against the corner of a wall and ha- not knowing like, fuck, how the fuck am I going to get out of this situation type of feeling again? And I haven't felt that way in a long time, honestly. And so basically the details was just, okay, Steph, you went on this seven month excursion. Being really real here, pretty much went through all my money. And I'm at this point again, I'm like, okay, Steph, yes, I know I can build. I know I can create. I know I can offer. But it's like, it literally felt like, oh my gosh, I literally have just so much going on and it just felt okay stuff where where next you know like that's that was the feeling that i felt like literally and i know when this happens because the last time this happened was last summer 
a little before summer and I had this intense feeling too and ended up being the most quantum leap experience afterwards but it literally felt like I was being fucking like like by the universe by like literally like squeezing it in the what's it called chrysalis of a butterfly and the butterflies in the chrysalis like that's literally what it felt like I feel a little more like like now but that that is the story that's been the story the pattern whatever is that's been sort of coming through I'm like wow I can even feel myself feeling like just more flush, like red, like more heat, even just talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. So just to clarify context, you, you've been on this adventure of a journey. You've, you've been in India, you've been in Europe, and here you are now back in Los Angeles, Orange County. And you've been going through a major evolution. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, you know something big is coming up. Mm-hmm. But what I hear is that the survival mind is kicking in mm, mm-hmm. because the bank account is depleted. Yes. Oh, there we go. The survival mode. Yes. It came back to this. It's like, Steph, when are we going to transcend the survival mode? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, to a certain extent, you never will. Mm. Uh, there's a point that our lives are dependent upon certain things in order to survive. And if you have absolutely no money left, then there is a qu- that does impact where you live. Mm-hmm. It impacts, you know, you being able to feed yourself. Right. So there are there there's there's a layer of reality that's facing, and it's one thing if you're in survival mode and you have a hundred grand in your bank account. Right. And it's another thing if you're in survival mode and you have no money in your bank account. Right. There's some validity to that, and mm-hmm. we think that we have to transcend that. Mm. When I, actually, I think that there's an opportunity to embrace that. Yes. Ooh. Mm-hmm. What was that? Something, something oohed there for you. What was that? Embrace acceptance. Like when you said embrace, the first word that came through was acceptance, like radical acceptance. And that doesn't mean, oh, like accept, like this is now how I'm going to be forever, but no acceptance without the judgment mm-hmm. right there. And I like you saying that just like, you know gene keys yeah Mm -hmm. and so i know one of my things is i think it might be for i forget which whatever code pearl whatever it is but one of the shadows is judgment in mine in the and the gift i think the gift is integrity and then the city is perfection so when you said embracing it i was just immediately thinking like acceptance embracing like seeing the perfection in it in this moment that it's perfect for some reason mm. you know without the judgment and that's like the you know like the inner mind of myself that comes in and is like i mean we're all our own r- worst critics and mm-hmm. so there's that part of me that's like okay Steph, you know mm-hmm. yeah so when you're in a state of judgment what does that how does that impact you or how we should say, has that been impacting you at this very current present time? Mm-hmm. And if you are to em- embrace, embrace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> a funny way embrace, that, right? embrace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> embrace squared. <laughs> what shit? I, I can feel this. There, there's a shift that's already begun to take place. Like your body just mm. moved. You breathe. This ooh happened. Like something clicked there. But what's on the other side of that click if you were to, were to embrace the embracing of that you're at a state where there's a lot of uncertainty and 
there's a financial component to that that needs some attention right now. Yeah. And I think oftentimes we think like, oh, I need to not be in scarcity and I need to not worry about the money right now. I need to just focus on other things. But like, what would embracing that even just potentially look like for you? If you were to, mm. if you were to look at that as like, this is happening. Yeah. And this feels like a priority for me right now. Mm-hmm. How is that? How does that shift things for you? Yeah. So embracing, just to clarify, embracing which piece, like embracing, embracing. So no, so it's, it's, you're at a place in your life right now where survival mode is being triggered because Mm. your bank account is empty. Yeah. And so there's an embracing of that. That is where you are right now Mm, and mm -hmm. the choices and the decisions and where you go and what you do and what you focus on are going to very much so be predicated based on that. Yeah. I'll give you an example. When I went to start, when I, when I was working for Tony Robbins, I wasn't making very much money. I lost a bunch of money in the crypto market. And I was at this place where I wanted to live my passionate, fulfilling life as my own, my own boss and start my coaching practice and go all in on it. There was a real priority at that time that I don't have enough money in the bank account to go and live in Venice on my own right now yeah. and be able to coach from a place of inspiration, mm-hmm. which is what I was committed to doing. I, if, yeah. I were, if I had tried to live on my own, I would be coaching from desperation. I'd be in, I'd be in survival mode because right. every day I'd be looking at the bank account dwindle and dwindle and dwindle. And the reality yeah. of it is when you start a coaching business or any business, right. it's going to take time. Yes. Right? Yeah. So what did I do? As my version of embracing that was like, you know what? I'm going to move home with my parents and do something mm, that I t- always mm-hmm. told myself I would never do. Mm, mm-hmm. but, the pri- but the reality of the situation was if I did that, I actually get to put myself in a place of non-desperation, totally. non-survival mode. Right. I get the autonomy to be able to coach without having to need a client right now right. to pay my bills which helped me reprioritize the criteria of my client and yeah. paradoxically in, in, empowered me to raise my rates faster mm. because I didn't need a client. Totally. So I didn't need people to say yes to a low dollar commitment. I got to challenge myself to actually raise my rates even when a client would say no yeah. because I was committed to working with really powerful, extraordinary leaders and yes. people who are already on the other side of success. So I So that decision and that result came as a result of me embracing that mm, there's a financial mm-hmm. component to the decisions that I'm making in my life right now. They don't yeah. have to control every decision, but it plays a factor. Yeah. And embracing that with acceptance versus resistance. Yes. And being like, I should have an abundance mindset and yeah. live in Venice and everything will work out yeah. and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> when the reality of this is that I have 20 grand in my bank account. Like right. that's not gonna last very long. Yeah, yeah. What does embracing it look like for you? Hmm. No rush and no commitment either. We're just playing. Yes. We're just yeah. playing without commitment, without forcing a decision. You're not going to be tied to it. But it, and that's an important preface because I want you to, in this moment, access that second chakra, yeah. that creative place within you when it's not bound in the first of scarcity mm-hmm. and security. Yeah. But if you're just playing with ideas of how, what are different ways you could embrace this? Well, the f- we know what does come through, and this was, I was doing this over the weekend, was literally just going into this, like, solo ceremonial space on my own of just letting myself feel all the different emotions, everything that was coming through that went from, like, 
anger, then to like grief, to sadness, to everything. And then like moved into like, then all of that turned into like Eros and a self-pleasure practice. And then I was like, I hadn't done tapping in ages. And I was literally like, it got to the point where I literally just, the core of it was like, Steph, I fucking deeply love and accept myself. Even when I feel like I have nothing, look, you actually have everything at the same time. You know, like nothing, quote unquote, financially, not, not actually nothing, but, you know, basically nothing. And then, but at the same time, I have everything. Cause yeah, like right now I'm actually at my mom's place, similar situation, you know, and she's actually in Taiwan. So I'm like, Steph, you've been blessed to come have this month of integration since coming back from your seven month journey to really be an integrate in your own space. You have a place to live. You have a car, you have food, like all my root chakra needs are met you know? So in that sense, it's like, I'm not fighting for survival in that sense. It's just more in my mind that says, oh, Steph, you need to have more, which is that judgment piece, I guess. So how to embrace it, I guess, coming back to that question, that was what I was doing over the weekend. And it really, it lifted so much energy. Like, cause I was in a very contracted state Friday, Saturday, and today's Wednesday now. It's only a few days later. You know, and I already feel a lot more like, ah, okay, you know, and it's again, just the jungle of the mind, the illusion of the mind that creates all these stories. I know it's coming up because it's another layer. I'm like, okay, Steph, how I can embrace this is that I've been here before. And it's like, actually, you know how I can embrace this shit? It's like, I'm fucking here right now. Like if I look back on any moment in my life, and I guess for anyone, you know that you're doing well is because you're actually living and breathing here right now. Like I'm here right now you know? And it's only when I go into some moment outside of now is where then I can lead myself astray into some fuckland mind place. Mm. Yeah. 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 The words that you use in your stories Mm -hmm. become your reality. Yes. When, When your brain looks at the empty bank account or relatively empty bank account, and thinks about it not being able to survive. Right. It creates the story that it's in survival mode. Right. Your insight right now is that you're actually not in survival mode. Totally. Yeah. And through the blessing of family and support and resources that you have access to. Yeah. You're actually in a space that is supporting your creative potential right now. Mm-hmm. Totally. And what, there's a softening that's happening within your body right now because you're realizing you're safe. Yeah. And so what you do is realize that where you are is exactly, actually exactly where you're supposed to be. And, you're in, and now you can create from that place mm-hmm. knowing that you're safe. Totally. Yeah. And the crazy thing is I have all this creative energy like overflowing you know, I'm like, okay, Where, what are we doing with this stuff? Well, instead of what are we doing with it? My question would be, what do you want to create? Mm-hmm. When you know you don't have to worry about money right now. Mm-hmm. There's a really unique period of time in the artist's experience. Mm. Creativity and ego cannot go together. Totally. Yeah. I mean, and they can, but you're just not going to get the most creative yeah. energy. Yeah. 
You won't have access to that if you're worried about fame, money, reputation, what other people think. Yeah. What I'm hearing is that you are in a really unique period Yeah. where there's nothing tied to your creative expression other than the purpose of creating. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that creative potential with reckless abandonment mm-hmm. and without a need for an outcome, but just a means Yeah. that is connected to who you are, that's connected with what you want. And for you, I know that it's connected to a layer of service mm-hmm. to help other people, which will yeah. eventually create what I call an exchange relationship between mm-hmm. the value that you create in the world and the value yeah. that comes, comes back to you over time. Yeah. But again, without worrying about what's coming back to you, what would you, instead of where to do, what to do or where to go with it and what's going to happen and the end result? Because what to do has this notion of like, and this frequency of like, what am mm. I going to get out of it if I do this thing right? Mm. But what if it's just like, what would be really fun, exciting and extraordinary for you to create from this place? Well, the two that come up, one is, as you know, I have my podcast. That is like literally my most excited, like that I'm just pouring so much into it. Like what is coming what is returning to me? Like, not that nothing's not, but like, it's just pure joy, pure creativity, pure. I'm like, I'm so lit up by doing this. Like, it's my favorite thing right now, you know? And so that's for sure. And then the other one, I haven't actually publicly announced this yet, um, but it's coming and it's actually already created everything. But, you know, as I shared with you before this, I've been in India for the last three months you know, diving super deep into just Kriya Yoga and just these teachings, you know, outside the Himalaya, Himalayas, Himalayas. And, <laughs> and it just, you know, when I first got there in October, the reason I went was clarity. All I wanted was clarity. I felt like I was at this blank new slate in my life you know, and I just wanted clarity. Like what's next? Where am I, where am I going? Not, not location wise, but where am I going? What's next? What's coming through, you know? And cause I could feel a lot of old stuff, old parts shifting. And as we talked about before this too, you know, like my old Instagram account got deleted and that was also a very synchronistic thing. So, you know, me going to India was okay. All I want is clarity. I had the intention to just go for a month to do my 300 hour. I ended up staying another month and then another month and then to continue on with these trainings. And it just became crystal clear to me that Steph, you are here to share these teachings and bring this as a bridge back. So when circling back to this creativity thing is I just want to share these teachings literally in any way that I can't because I'm like I know how fucking powerful it is and you were saying you felt this shift in her vibration just me entering you know before we got here and I was like I can really credit it to like devoting to living in this way for the last few months like diving really deep into these really these kriyas so yeah these two things the podcast and sharing these teachings is what I really want to just share create yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna challenge you to go deeper okay in those categories yes i love that yeah it feels really good on you just carrying that flow through you Mm -hmm. without fear i'm like really feeling that right now i'm feeling it come from inspiration i'm feeling it come from you going 
you've been on a journey of exploration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to create a distinction between exploration and discovery. Mm, okay. Yes. Yes. Exploring is when we're out in the world or mm-hmm. we're in going in our internal world and we're looking and we're looking. And there's a little bit of lostness in this process mm-hmm. where we're looking, we're looking, we pick up something. Nope, that's not what I'm looking for. There's experimentation, there's trial. And on this journey, you discovered something. Mm-hmm. You landed on something in India. Yeah. Yeah. And it was this Kriya practice. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of other ancient tools and wisdoms. And now there's this like, you're holding on to something. Yeah. And that was the former cycle. Mm. Now the cycle is, what do I create with this? Mm. How do I share this in the world that makes me feel connected to the process? Yeah. That makes me feel inspired, that will inspire others, that will help others. And, and, and you're in a cycle, you're in a new cycle right now. Mm-hmm. And one thing I love is you accessing more artistry and more creative energy to write your story forward. Yeah. We're always writing the story that we'll one day tell. Mm, yes, yes. What's the story in your life right now mm-hmm. as you pursue these creative endeavors of your podcast and, your, and, your, and, and these sharings? What's the story that you want to tell mm. of how this went when you're 80 years old and you, you, you were like, there was this moment when I was 32 and I decided to commit to this for 10 years. Yeah. And this is what the next 10 years of my life look like. Mm-hmm. What's that story that you'll want to tell one day? Hmm. Story that I want to tell. Really just following your heart. You know, I think that's the story that ultimately I want to tell and share with people 10 years down the road, 20, 30, 40, like when I'm, 80, 90, whatever, it doesn't matter my age. As I keep growing and older, like, is to just be you and follow your heart and do what you want. Like, no matter what people say, and I even feel emotions coming through. Like, yeah, just fucking be you and own it, you know? And even when people think you're mad or crazy and question whatever, it's like, no, if you know this is for you, just keep going. And that's the story that I fucking want to tell people. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What's so powerful in this era of transformation for you is what to do is not important. Yeah. What does it look like is not important. What is important is who do you want to be? And you just answered that organically. Who you want to be is a woman of devotion. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) And what's really powerful is that when you know that it's not just a word, Mm -hmm. it's not just a value, it's a way of being in the world that each choice, each decision, each action, when you're really afraid or you're not certain about what's going to happen, you can come back and ask yourself, what would a step of devotion Mm -hmm. look like in this moment? Yeah. Because each step that's rooted in devotion is a story that you'll tell. Mm. You won't tell a story of ideas. You'll tell a story about what you did. Yeah. Action is key. And where that action is rooted in is everything right now. Mm. You don't have to know what the answers are. You don't have to know, but you get to sit in, what does something really devotional look like? Oh, and by the way, Mm -hmm. that message that you 
want to share with the world yeah. is so oftentimes the message that you need to hear yourself right now. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So answer your own question of mm-hmm. what is being you fully authentically you mm-hmm. in this moment at this era, what does that look like? And what would the next step even look like? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, speaking of having, you know, everything, you know, through resources, family, everything support, I've also made the decision to actually go back and move to Costa Rica again in a few weeks. And I'm going to live with one of my dearest sisters. Um, I never thought I would ever live anywhere near San Jose, but it's just outside in the suburbs. And, you know, the reason I bring that up is because it's just this, I don't know, this inner calling, this voice that says to go. And I remember telling, you know, my dad and my sister, you know, and they're like, kind of like, what happened to you? I thought you were going to do some, you know, teach, like also offer yoga out here. I was like, yeah, I went to some studios and they don't want Kriya yoga. And they asked like, what about vinyasa? And I said, I don't want to, like when I really tuned in, I was like, I don't want to teach vinyasa. I could, but that's not what I'm, being called right now and so then it was like all right they don't want it here then i can bring it online at least and start there and then that's when this you know um not idea this forward movement with moving to costa rica again it came through because i was going to visit a friend for a week or two and then it turned into discussion hey i have an extra room you know i'm only going to charge you this much you know and it just felt right. And I know our synergy is very like, she is like creatrix queen codes, you know? And our synergy weaves really well in activating each other's. Really, I feel just our energy, our dharma, everything. And so it is this knowing to go. And so it's, you know, if I know, if I fully embrace everything and know I'm fully supported, what feels alive and what would I do no matter, what, what was I thing that I was saying was the message of, just be you, do what you want and trust and everything. And it's to go there. And I know magic happens whenever I go there because I've been, this is, I've been here before and I know the magic that happens and the way I get supported out there. Yeah. And I know for anyone, when you're really meant to do something and be somewhere, you have full force momentum, inertia by the universe, God, source, whatever you want to call it, supporting you in this because it's what you're meant to do. Yeah. And so maybe it's a little bit of a leap of bl- blind trust, but it's also like deep in my heart. I know, you know, if I were fully supported, what would I do? Let's go there. <laughs> There's really something powerful coming through for me right now that I yeah. happened to coincidentally read right before you got here. Oh, yeah. And interestingly enough, it was a homily. What is homily? A homily is the part of mass. Or church in Catholicism, uh, okay. when the priest, after he reads the gospel, yeah. he offers a reflection. Uh, okay. And it's his, and, and, and my mom sent me a homily from Pope St. Francis mm. on, from January 6th this year, which happens to be the anniversary of my best friend's death, yeah. uh, who overdosed, as well as the anniversary of my grandmother's death on my mother's side. Whoa. And this homily was, and I, I'm not like 
religious. I'm not particularly interested in religion per se, but I am deeply spiritual. Mm -hmm. And so what I've learned is that there are these beautiful shards within every religious mm -hmm. practice that connects to something that I have come to understand and believe to be true. And he was talking about the embrace of these three components. And the first one was embracing our restlessness questioning. Mm. Right now, there's these restless questions that don't have answers in your life right now. What to do? What's it going to look like? Where's, it, where's, where's the money going to come from? Right? Mm -hmm. But as you soften, what ends up happening is that you, don't, you actually don't have to have the answers right now. Totally. Yeah. You've lived enough life to know that when you are around certain people and embrace certain things and go to certain places, and most importantly, come from a certain place within yourself, that answers eventually come. Totally. And yeah. so you don't have to have the solution, but you get to sit in the restlessness of the questioning. And without mm -hmm. the curiosity, there is no questioning. There's just like fear. Yeah. But when you give that space to breathe, there's an embracing of all the stuff that comes up, the scaries, the scarcity, the overwhelm, but you can return back to your center and re return back to curiosity, not just with trust and faith, but even a little bit of excitement of actually, mm. it's not faith and trust when you know, based on your life experience, that you found answers before yeah. in this same process. Yeah, yeah. So it's actually a knowing. Yeah. Without knowing. <laughs> yes. You know the answers are going to come yes. without knowing what the answers are. Yes, 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 yes. And then the second thing that Pope Francis was talking about was it was the embracing of the journey. Mm, yes. And it was yes. being, it was embracing the risk mm -hmm. that comes with stepping out of the comfort zone and embracing the journey and the risk that comes with that. Yes. And, and yes. you're on this journey to Costa Rica right now. Yeah. <laughs> and you're on this quest to go inward and, 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 and be around inspiring people that are aligned with you. Mm -hmm. And it feels risky because mm -hmm. of your situation right now. Right. But you're taking that risky and necessary step with the faith that it will work out. Right. And with the courage yeah. and the confidence that when you are going after what you want, Mm -hmm. When you come from a place of devotion, mm -hmm. everything that's meant to be in your life is going to be. Totally. Yes. And, and the third component that Pope Francis talked about was this notion of worship mm. and worship to God. Mm -hmm. But the way that I reframe that is it's an acknowledgement of the divine in you. Yes. Yes. And an honoring of that within you that comes as a result of embracing the restlessness mm -hmm. that comes as a result of trusting in your intuition yeah. and having the courage and the wisdom to follow it. Mm -hmm. And all of that collectively is an action of worship to self and to the mm -hmm. divine in you. Yes. Yes. One of the things that I do as a coach when I'm in front of someone and when I'm coaching someone is that I look for the God in them mm -hmm. and I speak to that person Yeah. yeah. because we forget. Totally. And when we're reminded to the infinite potential and power within ourselves, it allows us to tap into the courage to do things that we wouldn't normally do. Right. And it creates a sense of possibility where we label something as impossible. Mm -hmm. And just the embrace yes. <laughs> of all of that, of the restless questioning, 
the journey that, ha- that lies ahead, and the respect and homage that we pay to the spirit within us that is constantly this driving innate intelligence that knows what's going to happen mm-hmm. and knows who you're meant to be in this world. Yeah. It's the embrace of all of that that yeah. is yeah. very yes. alive for you right yes. now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing all of that. that the homily and <laughs> this new word now I know too. <laughs> I'm like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, it feels so resonant, especially the journey piece. Like, you know, anytime that I've reached whatever XYZ that I wanted in life, it's so, I can speak for myself on this. It's like, it really wasn't about that stuff. It really was, whoa, who was the version of me in that gap, in that time and space reality of wanting this? And the version that I had to become to have this is actually every time, like, doesn't matter what the situation is, I look back, I'm like, whoa Steph like look at you now it's it's the actual journey the evolution I know it sounds so cliche but for anyone listening it's like okay look at that in yourself too you know actually like witness your journey and the evolution of whether it was like a one month two month one year two years five years doesn't matter like yeah the time's gonna pass anyways mm-hmm. it's like I know this stuff I know this there's a part of me I will admit it's like What's that book, Existential Kink or something? Like, clearly there's a part of me that enjoys this process because I'm like, Steph, you've done this again. You're doing this again. Part of you clearly enjoys this, feeling this, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between knowing and embodying. Mm -hmm. And what we know and what we do are different. Yeah. And it's, 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 a practice of evolving into the knowing. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry, evolving inv- into the embodiment. Mm-hmm. We know these things and now we're giving an opportunity to live them. Yeah. To make choices and decisions and take action yes. rooted in the beliefs that form from our knowing. Mm-hmm. And we forget. Yeah. And that's why I'm in the reminder business. Mm. Because I can remind you to the thing that you know to be true for you. Yeah. And I, we can create a plan and a clarity around what is the next step that's in alignment with devotion. Mm-hmm. We as human beings oftentimes wish we were somewhere that we mm, aren't. Mm-hmm. We yes. don't embrace the cycle of life that we are in. Totally. We are all moving at nature's pace. Mm-hmm. It's winter right now. And many totally. people want it to be summer. Yes. And because they want it to be something that it's not, they suffer. Exactly. They get triggered by the cold. They get triggered by the rain. And this, I'm experiencing the same weather pattern but when I look out the window and I see that it's raining and windy, I'm like, how beautiful. Yes. Yes. Seeds under the ground that have mm-hmm. been planted are being nourished yes. and are in the stage of growth right now. Yes. When, we're in, when we can start to become aware of just where we are mm-hmm. in our life cycle. Yes. We can embrace it more. Mm-hmm. Not in this FOMO culture, not wishing, no. not comparing but trusting that where we are is exactly where we're meant to be. Totally. And we get to just be there. Yes. And we don't have to solve everything right away. We just get to embrace it fully. And it's not sitting back passively and being like, all right, I'm going to kick your feet up. No, it's fully embracing and double downing on the Mm. things that are most present for you in your life right now. Yeah. Yeah. Trusting that this stuff will come. Totally. Yes. I feel that so much. Like I know it deep. I know it deep down. Like Steph. You know. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Your innate mm. intelligence does know. It's just about coming back to that intelligence. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Well, I think we're there. Does that feel complete for you? It does. It does. And even just like looking at you, it's like the sun is shining behind. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks for being here, Steph. Mm, Thank you so much, George. You're welcome. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of the Think Out Loud podcast. If you liked it, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review it. And potentially share it with a friend. And if you're looking to get in touch with me, you can find me on Instagram at shapeshift underscore coach, or just search my name. And you can also find me on my website at www.shapeshiftcoach.com. Look forward to seeing you here again soon.